Hi, and welcome back to the WHVP podcast. In this episode of the podcast, the WHVP team sits down to discuss the set of new regulations that are being brought in to the Swiss financial industry. We will go over the overview of these two new regulations, FINSA and FINIA, and we will discuss how they will affect U.S. citizens banking in Switzerland. We will also talk about the positives and the negatives of these regulations and how they affect the banking system in Switzerland. Before we get into that, we will discuss the appointment of the new CEO to FINMA, the organization overseeing this set of new regulations. Let's get into it. All right, so welcome, welcome to the WHVP podcast. Uh, I'm Jess Roberson, the executive assistant here at WHVP, and today again I'm joined by uh, Jamie Freihoff-Rose and Urs Freihoff-Rose, uh, managing partners here at WHVP. Uh, today we're going to start out our podcast um, by talking about uh, Finma's new CEO. Yes, um, I think that's a, a recent development that's quite fitting to today's topic. Um, Finma is the financial market authority in Switzerland, and uh, they just uh, yesterday—I mean, they have appointed him in the summer—but yesterday he started his um, new job. His name is Urban Angern. And uh, I think he's a Swiss guy who just switched over from the management team of Zurich Insurance, and now he's heading the um, the Finma. Right, cool. And going into our topic, which is has to do with Finma and some regulations that have been placed in for the Swiss financial industry. Um, maybe Jamie, you could give us an overview of these two um, um, two new or newish regulatory um, changes that have just come into Switzerland. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the big talk of the town in our industry here in Zurich um, and in the whole country. Um, the discussions, or maybe I should like take a step back and talk a little bit about how the regulatory situation was before. Um, there's about 2,300 external asset managers in Switzerland, and so far they have been regulated through a self-regulatory organization. So in our um, instance, there was the Swiss Association of Wealth Managers. Um, and then in 2012, after the financial crisis, um, politicians here started talking about regula- regulating the market more because um, even though there's only approximately 8,000 people working at, in the asset management industry, they are managing about 560 billion um, Swiss francs, so that's quite a significant number, and they wanted to have a level playing field because the banks and insurance companies are very heavily regulated, and then the smaller um, and mid-sized uh, companies that are also managing a lot of money are less regulated, and they just wanted to a- create equal opportunities, basically. Um, so in 2012, they started discussing how to change the laws, and then there has been a lot of um, talk, a lot of back and forth, a lot of lobbying, and then in the end, in 2018, um, they have introduced those two laws that are um, mainly uh, affecting us as asset managers. Um, one is the um, Federal Act on Financial Services, and the other is the Federal Act on Financial Institutions. Um, so the abbreviations are FINISA, yeah, FINSA, I'm sorry, and FINIA. It's a bit uh, challenging because the Swiss abbreviations are quite different. Um, but yeah, so for the first one, the, the Federal Act of Financial Services that um, was implemented on the 
1st of January in 2020 and the transition period will end this year. And then for the FINIA, it was also introduced on the January 1st, 2020 and the transition period will end at the end of next year. So what the idea is generally, and maybe Urs can go into more depth about that because he has also um, written a book, as we can see here, on the, the corporate governance on external asset managers. Um, so I am just trying to give a brief overview and then maybe I can go into more depth. But the general idea is to have more client protection. Um, and there's a variety of, of um, aspects that have to change for that to happen. Um, so one thing for us, what we have already done and which our clients have already been informed about is that we have um, joined an ombudsman office where people can go um, for litigation before like a lawsuit happen where you can have a mediation conversation with an independent third party. Um, all our existing clients have been informed about this um, opportunity and everyone that built on board in the future will also be informed about that. Uh, and then for the end of this year, the, the major change for us as asset manager is that we have um, higher standards on how our contracts with the clients will have to look like. And now for us, um, as WHVP, the situation is a bit different as for most other Swiss asset managers because as most of our listeners probably already know, we are registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission in the US. So that means that we already have to adhere to quite a high level of um, compliance and regulatory standards. And there are some specific changes that we will have to do, but they are mostly um, minor, small things and nothing that will majorly change what we're doing. Because we just had a conversation with our compliance officer this week about, this week about our contract and the, the vast majority of the topics that have to be included in those contracts we already have. Um, we have been compliant with SEC rules for 10 years now. We started regist registering with them in 2011. So we are already quite worse when it comes to those rules. However, of those 2,300 or so asset managers that we have, only about 50 are SEC registered. So that means for like <laughs> almost uh, 90, 95 plus percent, um, all those changes are quite significant and also lead to a lot of administrative work and then consequently also to a lot of um, costs. And that's also something that we saw 10 years ago in our office when we had to first comply um, with the US rules and regulations. We had a lot of administrative additional work that wasn't generating any revenue and um, that has also led to a, a lot higher costs uh, on our side. For us, it's not good because um, those changes shouldn't lead to very big um, new workloads, but um, it will be interesting to see how it's going to affect all the other asset managers because I think about half of the asset managers only have between one and two employees and the vast majority of them have less than five. So we are talking about really small companies, usually um, owner uh, managed and, and owner run. And I think the, the Swiss um, politicians did, did a pretty good job in trying to make the rules in a way that even smaller companies can comply with them. But there's still quite a bit of thought that has to go into it, how you're structuring your processes, um, how you uh, do everything in a way that the client experiences the highest level of protection. Now for the second uh, law, the, the Federal Act on Financial Institutions that will um, 
have to be implemented by the end of next year. That is, there will be a bit more work on our side because there, um, the end goal is to register with the Financial Market Authority, so FINMA, um, what we mentioned in the beginning, the, the company that now has a new CEO since yesterday. Um, and what we'll have to do is we have to, we already had to tell them that we want to get registered with them. Um, and then we will have to tell a supervisory um, authority basically that we are interested in getting a license and then once they approve our um, application then we can file our license application with FINMA directly but that's a process that will take a couple of months. Uh, we are now uh, very well into the preparations. We are on, I, I would say, on, on the last uh, miles of the preparations and then we're planning on handing everything in at the beginning of next year to make sure that we don't get stuck in, in any uh, bottleneck because so far only 180 companies have been approved uh, to be licensed by FINMA and that's less than 10% of all the companies that have to be um, registered and that's quite significant if we consider that half of the transition period has already passed um, and that we're still very much at the beginning um, of this pro process. So um, hopefully that gave you a little bit of an overview over what's happening here. Um, or do you want to, I don't know, drill a bit deeper on, on the topics that I mentioned? Yeah, I, I think it doesn't make sense to go too much into detail. But uh, one point I want to mention is uh, additional to what you mentioned about uh, providing uh, protection to the end client is also to um, ensure that the financial is our financial system holds up against any stress or stress yeah. tests so uh, that the financial industry is well settled so if anything hits the market again as we have seen last year with corona or as we have seen in 2008 with uh, the financial crisis that all these institutions are able to survive or the maturity is able to survive and if one of these uh, um, organization does not survive, goes into bankruptcy or whatever, that there will be no systematic risk to the overall market. And the third point, which was a huge point when it came to the development of these uh, regulations, was the international um, environment. Because Switzerland was, I would say, almost the last country which came up with uh, regulations uh, to the asset management industry. I think that has a point because the Swiss culture is a very honest and uh, very work intensive culture where you where there's a lot of faith and a lot of trust which also goes into the long history we have in private banking and uh, all the phase that has just built up over the last couple hundred of years and but now we are on a point where we have to look that we have a regulatory environment where the asset managers in Switzerland are also accepted in other countries. We have this huge discussion always with the European Union because they have uh, MIFID and MIFIR, it is called. Um, and even though we have this regulation now too, it's still, still unclear whether the European Union accepts asset managers acting out or uh, providing services out of Switzerland or accepted in these regions. and. Uh, we will see where this ends. Um, it's not clear yet. There are a lot of uh, voices that say uh, it will not happen. So you still have to uh, register in Switzerland and register in the Euro European Union. 
and uh, this is a, a big challenge, uh, especially for the smaller firms, as Jamie mentioned before, who don't have like a lot of resources where they just can spend like a hundred thousand uh, Swiss francs on this registration and another hundred thousand on another registration. And uh, I mean, the initial cost, that's one thing, but th then to hold it up uh, like every year, that's another thing. Um, so yeah, um, I think, or, the financial institution, uh, nor the financial federal act on um, financial services, as Seamus said, is really about the behavior of the asset manager. So, what can you do? What can't you do? Uh, how do you have to uh, or to um, set up your uh, your business like in a day daily um, daily um, um, like s system? Uh, so. What are your procedures and um, what are your uh, forms and everything? And on the other side, the Federal Act on uh, Financial Institutions, that's more about the the company and about the uh, corporate governance. The one thing I um, I dealt with uh, in my book. So how you set up the company that if, for example, one of the managing partners has an accident and can't act anymore, so that the company doesn't stop but can be uh, can continue to be in business and to provide the services to the clients and what whatever they need yeah it's almost like succession planning except in the case of an emergency yeah, yeah and i think <clears throat> i think that's it to get into maybe i can kind of go and, and and talk about kind of disadvantages and advantages of what these two regulations kind of bring as far as the <clears throat> the regulations are, are quite interesting from I would say the intention of the the um, the new regulations is very much client focused focusing on, focusing on individuals um, and making sure the companies are acting responsibly mm. I think that's important that companies do act responsibly as you mentioned was <clears throat> Switzerland has a very long history of of acting um, in a in a in an honest and forthright manner and also the government protected clients with the Banking Secrecy Act of you know, essentially placing bankers <clears throat> under the same uh, rules of secrecy as a, as a doctor or client privilege would have. And I think that's something that's, that's ingrained in, in Swiss people is very much this privacy of individuals. And so the, the idea behind it is, is, I would say, admirable. Um, the challenges, as both of you have mentioned, is all the extra initial costs mm -hmm. and ongoing costs of administration. And, and Jamie, you know, your point of the majority of asset managers in Switzerland have less than five employees. Mm -hmm. And, and how, do you, how do you continue to like, go with your services when you have to up the fees? People don't like fees, obviously. I mean, yes, you need to pay for services, but upping fees is always a tough issue. And, and I think that's definitely one of the disadvantages that it, it feels very burdensome for small companies to take this over who aren't necessarily already um, applying to these certain compliance um, regulations. The good news for us at WHVP is, as Jamie mentioned, we're already SEC registered and a lot of what we're, we're doing you know, we're already com we're, we're compliant to these new regulations because we're compliant to the U.S. Yeah. And, and that, that's very good for us um, <laughs> because 
we, yes, we'll have those initial costs, but some of those long-term costs we've already taken on into our pricing model and, and how we kind of give our services because we're already operating. And that, yeah. I will say for us, we're set up in a great position and that's awesome, but it's, it's definitely for the industry, it's, it's, a, it's a huge struggle, um, especially in the, in the, I mean, small but large uh, financial economy of Switzerland for asset managers in that sector. <clears throat> and so I think that's something that's, yeah, it's challenging for, for a lot of people. And so we'll see how it, the rollout goes. I think the other disadvantage, again, as Jamie mentioned, was the bottlenecking of everyone just trying to apply um, to, with FINMA to get to, you know, to make sure that they have their operating license. That's a huge challenge that the FINMA will have to overcome working with the, um, with the, with the asset managers in Switzerland. You know, as you mentioned, it was this whole idea, as Urs mentioned, this idea is to be able to have the stress test that the, that the market, that the sector can hold. And so how are they going to work together with, to, to see this process through to get these uh, registrations allowed and that these companies can continue operating? I think there's, there's also that challenge ahead of, the, of the, where we're at currently with um, this process. Yeah, yeah I think the, co the cost... Um the point about the cost is very interesting and I personally I believe that there will be uh, a process ahead of us where uh, financial institutions start to raise uh, the fees again instead of always coming down. So during the last 10 years there was a high pressure on fees uh, for, for quite a lot of uh, market participants. but. Now with all the new challenges, all the new regulations and the new um, requirements, I think there will be an increase in fees again, which just is um, necessary to keep up the quality of yeah, service. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think it will be interesting to see how the industry is going to develop because mm -hmm. uh, people have been talking about like this, the story of consolidation has been around for, I mean, it was already an old story when I started in the industry in 2009. Um, and people just kept on saying that the asset managers, that they couldn't continue to exist if they're so small, that there will be um, mergers and acquisitions and whatnot. And so far that hasn't really shown to be the case. Um, I think we, we haven't really seen a consolidation in the industry. In Germany, when the new regulations, the European Union regulations was introduced, it really did lead to, to almost like, uh, I think the industry was, was cut in half basically. Um, but I don't think that it will be as extreme in Switzerland because the, the asset management industry here has a very strong lobby that has really uh, put a lot of work into making sure that those regulations, while still putting the client first, also and allowing for the entrepreneurial spirit and the small, uh, like family managed uh, asset management company to continue to exist. But I still think that not all of those 2,300 asset managers will be able to obtain a license from FINMA. And I also don't think that all of them want that because a lot of um, their managers are between 60 and 70 with the legal retirement age for men here being 65. Um, so I think those new laws will also be like a, a gateway or an excuse for quite a few asset managers to 
um, go into retirement to to hand over their business to someone else to the next generation um, to consolidate so I think we will see some development into this direction probably not as extreme as some are projecting it to be but um, it will definitely stir up the industry and I think what we will see in 2023 will not be the same as, as what we saw in 2019 before those laws were introduced mm -hmm. which, which I think is good news for um, clients looking for asset managers because that's where you get more competition in the marketplace you get better service or right. you know finding a manager that actually fits your 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 suit i think that that's um I'm, I'm hoping for that as well that there still stays a high level of competition in switzerland yeah in i think generally even though like uh, <laughs> on a daily basis i'm not always very happy about the administrative uh, changes and the workload that we have i think in the long run, it's a good thing that our industry is going to be more regulated. Again, for us, not a lot of things change, but I think it, it will enhance the reputation of the Swiss market um, that we can show that we have a um, somewhat stringent and, and meaningful regulatory framework also for smaller um, financial services companies. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of or quite some requirements are common sense. I mean, yes. for example, yeah. to have a succession plan if anything happens, it's yeah. just something you have to do or to have be able to provide to your clients because otherwise, I mean, you cannot, like in good faith, do business with clients and say, if I got, got hit by a bus, then... <laughs> You're out of luck. <laughs> good luck, yeah. So, so I think that's... Uh, that's for example, a really important uh, point always before, and uh, I'm really happy that we are in a in a position where we had all this uh, succession done, and that we as the next generation, second generation, took over everything and do lead this process of uh, registration and really know with what we are dealing with. Yes, um, I agree, and I think the generational topic is also an interesting one because. I also think we're in luck there because we all started either during the financial crisis or shortly afterwards. Mm -hmm. So we haven't really um, experienced the, the glory times where there was almost no regulation and everyone could be as creative as, as they wanted to be because we were we started our career in, in a world that was already um, changing and, and in regulations. And for, for the, the older generation of managers, um, for for example, the senior partners that were here beforehand. I mean, it's of course much more challenging because they were very free in, in how they did their job and they did a fantastic job. They they were good at what they did um, and they had so much flexibility and how they wanted to do it. And then of course it's frustrating to be limited by regulations, to have to document everything, to have to write everything down. And I think this change is, is much more challenging for people that have been in the industry for 30 or 40 years compared to someone that has been into the, in the industry for 10 or 15 years. So I think mm -hmm. that is also um, on our side. And then another thing that, that makes me a bit hopeful is that uh, my expectation is that it will be quite some work now, this year and next year, but then once you have everything set up, once you have everything in place, um, once you have the structures and the processes, then the like staying on top of everything is much easier than getting to that level. And that's the same that we saw with the US registration that we did in 2011. Mm -hmm. Getting everything done and in place to apply for the license is a lot of very hard work and it takes a lot of time. But once you have everything in place to just um, keep on top of everything you have to do on a yearly basis is not 
that much work anymore. And I hope and, and expect that it will be similar here in Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really good. I think we've covered kind of the, the broad spectrum of, of Finza and Finia. And um, yeah, do you guys have any closing thoughts on it all? Or are we, are we happy with what we've talked about? Yeah, yeah. I, I think from a US perspective or US client perspective, uh, they don't have to worry that there will be a lot of changes. It couldn't be that there will be one or two forms coming in in the next one, two years, uh, which they have to sign. But other than that, I mean, the service that stays at usual. And uh, as, as you mentioned and Jamie mentioned with our registration with the SEC, we have covered almost or the majority of the new requirements and I think like the the basic points on the on these regulations are always the same how we can protect uh, the financial uh, system and how can we protect the end client and so as long as or as you narrow, narrow it down to these points uh, there there isn't so much to do and then there of course there are always some like national special specialities where the, every country wants to be a little bit special. And Thanks again for joining us on this episode of the WHVP podcast. If you're interested in learning more about WHVP, you can check us out on any of our social media handles on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube by searching WHVP. If you are interested in learning more about WHVP, our philosophy, and the services we offer, check us out at our website at whvp.ch. If you would like to get directly into contact with us, you can email us at info at whvp.ch. Have a great rest of your week.